I was doing some Googling today and I came across a pretty good article about how Costa Rica was inhabited so, so long ago, and I just wanted to share it with you. The American continent was settled by migrating people coming from the Bering Straits about 15 to 35,000 years ago. Some of these hunting and gathering nomadic tribes settled in Costa Rica between 1200 and 8000 BC. Around 1000 BC, the societies developed from nomadic to agricultural subsistence, and the polytheistic natives began to grow beans, corn, and tomatoes, as in most of Central America. Artisans began to fashion crafts such as necklaces, ceramics, and the famous metates, which is sculptured stones for grinding crops. Being situated between North and South America, Costa Rica was always an area of cultural interchange, mainly influenced by the Maya and the Aztecs. In contrast to these two high cultures, the Costa Rican natives lived in small communities and left only little evidence behind. The natives on the Caribbean were oriented towards Panama, Colombia, and Ecuador with whom they traded. The settlers on the Pacific side, especially in the Nicoya uh, Peninsula area, were more influenced by indigenous groups of Mesoamerica until about 500 AD when the Mayan culture was replaced by a stronger South American influence. Small hierarchies began to develop during the first centuries after Christ. Villages were united under a chieftainship with the Kakike, uh, <laughs> it's C-A-C-I-Q-U-E. I used to know how to pronounce that. Anyway, that's the chief. He was on top of the hierarchy. With increasing agricultural differentiation, the settlements became larger and a political hierarchy with strong military and religious nobility was established. The small tribes often led merciless wars, They lived in a feudal social structure in which men owned slaves. The natives had an uh, animist religion, which means that they believed that good and evil spirits inhabited the forest and were responsible for natural phenomena like earthquakes. Human sacrifices and cannibalism were practiced, women and young people being the major victims in the Northwest. The ritual consumption of drugs, which is uh, tobacco, hallucinogenics, and the mushrooms and corn alcohol was common, and the effects of numerous medicinal plants were well also known. It was during this time that the Spaniards went ashore, erasing most traces of the ancient civilizations. Despite the Costa Rican tribes' adaption to frequent war, the Spanish threat was of unknown dimensions and hard to combat. Although Costa Rica was discovered by Christopher Columbus in 1502, in subjugation came late but with a vengeance. Central America was uh, conquered from northern Mexico and from southern Panama, mostly between 1519 and 1523, and by the 16th century, Costa Rica was inhabited by around 400,000 indigenous people, of whom the majority were located in the Central Valley and the Pacific Northwest. By 1569, the Spaniards had established themselves in the country, and there were 120,000 indigenous people, and by 1611, there were only 10,000 left. Can you believe that? From 400,000 to 10,000. 
The decimation was mostly due to epidemics such as smallpox, measles, influenza, and typhus. Interestingly, the Spanish crown prohibited the enslavement of indigenous people already in 1500, but such edicts were annulled and reinstalled several times. The American natives were considered subject of the Spanish crown and therefore not to be enslaved, although this did not exclude forced, uh, exclude forced labor. However, a method of hidden slavery was established with the encomienda system. The regional conquistadors were assigned between 30 to 40 natives for compulsory labor. But because the indigenous slaves were not paid for, they were treated badly and many of them died. In 1536, the encomienda was changed into a poll tax for the indigenous population. In 1548, the Audiencia de Santiago de Guatemala was founded, which had jurisdiction over the territory from southern Costa Rica up to Chiapas, Mexico. This had a somewhat culturally unifying impact on Central America, as this kingdom of Guatemala was fairly autonomous from the viceroyalty of the New Spain, which is Mexico. Yet the vast extent of the subcontinent and the distance from Spain led to governance difficulties, especially the remote Caribbean side with its uncomfortable climate so hot and humid, and rebellious indigenous people remained practically unconquered. The Caribbean remoteness led to an interesting situation all over Central America. It was mainly conquered from the Pacific side because the Caribbean was dense with jungle. Later, the access from the sea was restricted due to pirate activities and became too risky. Hence, the Caribbean was exposed to much less Spanish influence, which can still be felt in its present culture. The Central Valley, now the country's most populated area, was also conquered with difficulties. Groups of indigenous people resisted for long but were gradually driven into remote mountain areas where their few descendants still live today. By the way, there's about 115,000 indigenous people here in Costa Rica. This history goes on and on and on, and just for the sake of time, I'm not going to spend any more uh, minutes on it today. However, I suggest that you Google the history, the pre-Columbian history of Costa Rica, because it's very interesting, and most of the articles I've seen really get into it in depth. You're also going to be able to point out certain cities and towns and certain areas of those cities that you can go see today, which hold a lot of history. Pura Vida, thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.